live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two on a Tuesday, August 9. Toby and TJ back with you. we got 25 days to kick off. This is The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Thank you for tuning us in. 95 for a high today, 20% chance of storms out there. This show every day brought to you by our friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. they got the bad boy mowers I talk about all the time. It's still got it. I didn't mow yesterday, TJ, so I still got a uh, bad boy ride in front of me at some point this week. They also have those CF motos and the uh, sweet golf cars I talk about all the time. Check them out. Two locations, phrase, one in Goldsby, that one in Newcastle. You just phrased it. I don't know. I don't know what I said. I'll have to review the tape, but apparently it was inappropriate. See, so, so, uh, we're going to have to, uh, yeah, we're gonna have some apologies need to be made. Okay, I apologize. Whatever I said wrong, I apologize. Okay, here's what I want to do, Teach, because the next two segments are countdown segments. Um, seven... 15 segment, we will unveil team number 15. The next segment at 735, we will unveil team number 14. So I'm going to rattle through some headlines here, and then let's read some more text because it's going to be a while before we can hit the text line. Uh, let's, TJ, let's hit both the free and the paid text line here, yeah, this segment, okay? Uh, but here's a few headlines first. Um, OU men's basketball will play their final game in Europe today at noon. They'll take on the Paris All-Stars. Paris, sounds like the, doesn't the Paris All-Stars sound like a team that shows up in limousines with fur coats and They've got uh, sequin warm-up suits, yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> also at noon today, TJ, the Oklahoma Little League team out of Tulsa is one win away from advancing to Williamsport. They beat Texas West yesterday, I guess for the first time ever, two to one. They got to play Texas East today to advance to the Little League World Series. Uh, if anybody knows any of the kids over in uh, Tulsa, give us a text or a shout. That's a very cool story. But they've been they've been a lot of fun. Have you watched any Little League World? It's the regionals right now. I've, I've seen uh, yeah, a little bit of it. I saw. I saw yesterday um, one of the teams has uh, maybe multiple teams, but one of the teams that I was watching yesterday uh, has a girl on the team, and she uh, she put a double in the gap, and the coach uh, for the other team immediately came storming out of the dugout and pulled that pitcher off the mound. I'm like, oh, man, 
that's not a good situation. That was almost like you gave up a double to a girl. You're out of here. <laughs> Come on now. Matt Carpenter fractured his foot last night. He's been having a resurgence this year with the New York Yankees. Fouled a ball off his foot. Not good if you're a Yankees fan. Fractured foot for Matt Carpenter. Uh, Leeds beat Wolves 2-1, to one, by the way, on Saturday. TJ, I did not get a chance to talk about that yesterday, but a great start for uh, the men from Leeds United. And um, TJ stole my vacation days yesterday. I did That's steal all your I vacation days. I knew at some point you to were going to bring line. that up. And I did huh? not steal your vacation days. What? I've huh? had those days for a long time. You had asked oh, me. Whatever. You had asked me about some other you dates. You say that tomato. I, I say said, tomato. They're available. So don't start with me. Not up in here. Uh, all I know is uh, the facts are this. TJ stole my vacation days. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Did you have to suffer any uh, turkey bacon shaming yesterday? Uh, no, not at all. In fact, After I received support of my oh, really? turkey bacon. Yeah, it's great to hear. Group, uh, it's great to hear. Group me that a bunch of my friends are on. We're uh, talking about how great the shows were yesterday on uh, the ref. That some uh, in the group I don't think realize that that's the station I work for. Um, and then someone else. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone Is else. This TJ from TJ Janet J Rod. Janet J Rod, right? Um, and then someone else said, uh, hey, I was blown away by the turkey bacon talk. And I said, I am a yeah. professional. I can br- I can uh, mix in massive OU breaking news with uh, and still get in my uh, turkey bacon talk. And he said, hey, turkey bacon is delicious. So I received uh, some support oh, out there. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I guarantee you TJ, Janet, J-Rod also eat turkey bacon. <laughs> There's so. no doubt. Yeah. Um, okay. Hit me with some text. Let's uh, hit some text. Next two segments are countdown segments, so let's uh, let's rifle through some of the listener thoughts out there. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions uh, text line. An OSU fan I work with said he thought the Kel Gundy resignation was a way for OU <laughs> was a way for OU to get at OSU because OSU didn't do anything to Mike over the OAN stuff. It's crazy how delusional OSU fans are that they think they matter that much to OU. <laughs> yes, that, that, was the, that was the discussion. Hey, wait a minute. We've got to get back at them, so let's fire his brother. Uh, someone's getting mad at me because I say fire. He resigned, I know, but I'm just in that situation. That's what you would be right. saying there. Yeah. You're forcing a guy to resign. <laughs> Because your brother watches a particular news But, source. I mean, part of that is, like, that's the world now, and I blame it on these stupid, you know, cable news networks now that nobody can take news at face value anymore. I- any story. I- if, if a friend of yours tells you a piece of news about their family, your immediate reaction is, I mean, that's what she's telling me, but I wonder what she's not telling me, you know? We just are... As a society, we have become huge conspiracy theorists about everything, about stupid little stuff. Well, this is a big thing, but news channel, whatever it may be, that's that's to blame on social media. It's caused so much paranoia in the world, and there's so that's much true. bad information out there. Just like yesterday, uh, the stuff with Drake floating out there, and I start getting all this information, and, and people Drake are like, uh, no, uh, Stoops, mm-hmm. and people are people are like sending me, all, hey, can you believe this, blah, 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 and I'm like, where is this coming from, and 
So I start looking it up, and it was Texas fans' accounts on Twitter. And I'm like, guys, like, recognize where this is coming from. They're trolling you. It's Texas fans. Like, they have no information on this. Stop. Like, but it was truth to them because they saw it, and it ended up getting retweeted by all these people, and it's true then. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I'm like, look where it came from. It was some Texas fans account. Like, stop. <laughs> so dangerous, man. Dangerous. It is dangerous. Uh, again, people are told to take things at face value, but are lied to constantly or given ambiguous statements that can be parsed. Um, do uh, do people think this same person? Do people think there's more to the story because they're lied to so much on trivial things by universities and coaches? Coaches and universities do stretch the truth sometimes, but so does everyone in every profession. Like, everyone lies. Everyone in their jobs, in whatever field you're in, you're lied to at some point, probably on a daily basis. Construction, doctors, lawyers, accountants, the guy at Crest that bagged uh, Toby's groceries yesterday. Everybody's probably stretching the truth to some uh, point. At, at some, to some degree, I should say. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that statement. We're not an honest uh, society. Let's not act like we are. We're all a bunch of liars. Okay, I get what you're saying, but I also it can think be little simple. That a lot things, of that but... depends on who you surround yourself with. True. Like I don't know. Like I can't apply that to my life. That's not true. That's not true. You're gonna tell me. I don't think I don't think I'm surrounded by a bunch of liars. I'm not saying uh, I'm, I'm not meaning it like you're surrounded by a bunch of liars, but I'm saying people. I don't think will the vineyards the are lying to me on a daily basis. They'll I don't think Joe Castiglione's lying to me. I don't think you're lying to me. I think if you, I think you got to be careful what your sphere of influence is, and if you surround yourself or insulate yourself with the right people or whatever the case may be. Sure, there's going to be a like your kid's not going to tell you 100% all the time, right? The truth, but that's every parent since the first child was born. So I don't necessarily, I mean, that's a very bleak statement you made about how the I, whole world's lying all the time. It's lying all the time. I mean, it what could has be Brent Venables stuff. lied about and since he took over his head? Uh, I'm not saying he has yet, I'm just saying it will happen. I mean, eventually. this person is, though. This a, person a, is. Well, yeah, this person is insinuating that it just happens on a daily basis. And when I say it happens on a daily basis, like within a corporation, there's probably someone within that building that stretched the truth at some yeah. point during the okay. day. I mean, I'm at sure some point, true. someone's called you and said, hey, would you be able to do this on a, a Tuesday? We need you uh, for this. And you may say, ah, I can't. I have something going on. But you really don't have something going on. You just didn't want to do it. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> don't tell me what I wouldn't, wouldn't do. <laughs> You get what I'm saying. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying. (laughs) I get what you're saying. But not everybody on the planet is that deceptive. I mean, I think there are some honest, upstanding people in the world. There are. Yes, there are. I mean, are we talking about, like, Coaches not telling us 100% whether a player's injured or not? Is that what we're talking about here? Well, I think that's what they're meaning Are these there. the – Yeah. Okay. It can build the major things as well. To not give a competitive advantage to an opponent is a little different than 
you know, what we're talking about here, I think. So, yeah, society's screwed up. We can all agree on that. Okay? <laughs> we can't all agree on that. Society has gone in a bad direction in the last, I don't know, probably, I don't know. We, they were probably saying the same thing back in the 60s and 70s, TJ. Who knows? But it just, it seems like since the invention of social media, we have gone on a very slippery slope the wrong way. All right, read the next text. I don't Sorry for the long text. Thanks for reading them. Um, the reason it matters and fans care is because if he grabbed an iPad, started reading, and the word came out and he stopped, it's not right. If he kept saying it, then it was intentional and he got what he deserves. That's all. Thanks. Um, yeah. Let's see. Next one here says, The question that might need to be asked to former players is, is this Kel Gundy's coaching style to make an example of these players in this way? I'd bet they'd say no. How much pressure is Brent putting on his coaches? Could it be too much? <laughs> what does this have to do with? What does this think, have to do with Brent I mean, putting pressure if, on coaches? If this played out the way it did, this was just Kel trying to, you know, make an example of a guy for not paying attention on day one. If you're not paying attention on day one, you know. What's going to be like on day uh, 35, you know, or whatever. So mm -hmm. uh, I think most people's opinions slightly changed after Brent's second statement. One, accidental slip while reading someone else's words is survivable. Two to three times, you just have to shrug and say, oh, this really sucks, man, but you can't survive this. So okay. I think people are agreeing with you that their opinions changed later in the day yesterday. Uh, my issue is with the player. This has been – I've had these calls off the air already uh, this morning. My issue is with the player. If you're building a culture, then the player should be held accountable. The word is not acceptable in a university setting. It will keep happening. Yeah. That one's a difficult for me, too, because – we don't know, we the, don't what, know the situation with the word. We don't know the situation of the word. And if it was just a guy looking up song lyrics, not paying attention, that's a kid being a kid. Like That happens in high school uh, you know, every day, not paying attention to what a teacher says and maybe looking up something on their phone or whatever it is. If it was written by that person and was sending texts back and forth and maybe taking shots at, you know, whoever in the room or whatever was going on, then that's a different, I mean, I, I don't know the, I don't know the situation. So, right. And we honestly don't know what kind of, uh, you know, maybe there was a, um, um, punishment, punishment, word, yeah, I guess, uh, but I'm guessing he ran maybe, some stairs, an extra workout, whatever it may be, but not, for not paying attention team. in meeting for mm -hmm. whatever, maybe, maybe he did have a ramification there that we just don't know about. Right. All right, we right. stopping there? Uh, yeah, we got a couple of teams to get to. Ooh, countdown continues next. We unveil team number 15. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Lucky Duck? More like sitting duck. Good evening, everyone. I'm TJ Perry Moonvez, and this is Big Brother Coaches Edition. After making a final three alliance, Dan thought he was sitting pretty. But after getting defensive over being a pawn, Dan ruffled many feathers in the house and was soon the hunted one. Tonight, another house guest will be evicted. But first, 
What secrets did Dan expose on his way out the door? Live from the Palace on the Prairie, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show 2022 Top 25 Countdown brought to you by criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. Get the defense you deserve with Carter Jennings Law. 405-659-7221 or visit carterjenningslaw.com. Now with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Thank you very much, TJ Perry Moonvez. Uh, the countdown is 10 teams deep. Uh, no fight songs today, TJ. Let's remind people, though, the 10 teams that have been unveiled so far. At 25, Nebraska, 24, Kansas State, 23, Ole Miss, 22, Arkansas, 21, Tennessee, 20, Kentucky, 19 was USC, Texas at 18, Wisconsin at 17, and Oregon, as you just mentioned there, has been voted out of the House on Friday at uh, 16. What would you say? Uh, maybe Dan revealed some things on his way out? You never know. Yeah, what secrets you said? were uh, whispered into ears, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Uh, that brings us to today, the number 15-ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... I really screwed myself up here. I just deleted it. Where's it at? Where's it at? What? <laughs> Didn't delete it. I, I accidentally uh, ejected it from my player here. The Oklahoma State Cowboys come in at number 15 on the countdown. What did you think about the coaches poll yesterday, TJ? came out seemed awfully kind of seemed like the coaches were just following along with our countdown it seemed like uh it was very similar to the t-row in the morning show top 25 countdown and then that's what a lot of people are saying texas get the one first place vote and you're like come on (laughs) stop it (laughs) who do you think that was i don't know if it's been revealed or not maybe it was revealed later in the day i never heard who it was but if somebody um, knows let us know i i heard them going over a list uh yesterday of coaches that uh, – so I thought like a Lane Kiffin or someone just a troll, but I'm, I guess he's not a part of the uh, coaches' poll, so uh, I'm not sure. Teddy said it. he thought it was Nick Saban. He's just trying to build up Texas before he plays <laughs> maybe, him. Maybe which, that's it. Okay, hey, that that's about as good of a guess as I've heard. Yeah. Um, OSU comes in at number 15. Obviously a great year last year for the Pokes' 12-win season. They beat OU. They beat Texas. They beat – Baylor, uh, do you have a hard time remembering that Bedlam game last year because of the day after and everything, TJ? Doesn't it seem like a faded memory? It does in my mind. Yeah, the only I reason it doesn't, some things about it. The only reason I remember big league because I was in the it. airport, and so it all that the game stands out because people were crowded around bar TVs and stuff that were all dressed in OU and OSU gear at, at DFW Airport. So that's the only reason it stands out to me. If I was at home, I would be with you. Yeah, I was in the stadium, and I have a hard time remembering <laughs> some of it. But uh, Cowboys beat OU, Texas, and Baylor last year. They beat Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. It was a twelve win season. They were inches away from a Big 12 championship uh, there on the goal line. Uh, But you had some things to uh, replace, especially on the defensive side of the ball this year. And they lost some significant skilled talent on the offensive side. Now, in my opinion, the major 
judgment on Oklahoma State will be what kind of a year Spencer Sanders has. Um, he was the MVP of the Fiesta Bowl. He threw for almost 3,000 yards, ran for over 650 last year. But as has become his reputation, he made a lot of mistakes too. Last year, 20 touchdown passes, 12 picks for his career, 50 touchdown passes, 31 interceptions. He's been sacked 50 times, and he's turned it over a bunch too on the ground. Uh, He has dynamic athleticism and has shown the ability to make the exceptional play. But I think even the most ardent OSU fan would agree that he has also shown the ability to turn it over way too much at times. If he can have a mature senior season in which he plays in an exceptional level without turning it over, OSU's got a shot at making a run at a potential Big 12 title again this year. But that's a big if because we haven't seen it yet in several seasons in Stillwater for Sanders. He is the preseason offensive player of the year in the Big 12. But he's going to have to play at a more mature, composed level as far as taking care of the football than he has so far in his Cowboy career. Um, got to replace a couple of guys up front. The transfer portal was pretty good to him. They got the USC transfer, Casey Collier, and a couple of other guys there. We shall see. A little bit of a rebuilt offensive line. Cole Birmingham, maybe, uh, uh, or excuse me, Preston Wilson moving into the center spot. Dominic Richardson probably going to take over at running back. They got Ollie Gordon, the four-star kid out of Fort Worth that they're very uh, high on as well. I like Brennan Presley a lot at wideout. He's back. They've got an exciting young group of wide receivers. Blaine Green. They got a couple of true freshmen. Uh, Taylor Chetron, of course, the former Sooner commit, now a Cowboy. Braden Johnson is back. So they got some nice skilled position talent. Going to have to see if that offensive line comes together. And going to have to see if Spencer Sanders can take care of the football. Defensively, lost a ton. They were great last year. The best OSU defense of all time. But they lost their coordinator. Jim Knowles went to Ohio State. And they lost six of their top eight tacklers. Most notably, Malcolm Rodriguez. Um, Derek Mason comes in from Auburn. He has tried to keep the same defensive system so as to keep the train going down the tracks. Uh, Colin Oliver, freshman All-American, back this year. They got some other guys that uh, they're excited about. Um, Jason Taylor back on the back end. But certainly on the defensive side of the ball, there are a ton of holes to fill from an outstanding defense a year ago, including at defensive coordinator. For me, the two question marks are Spencer Sanders' ability to take care of the football and can OSU come anywhere close to being as good defensively as they were last year. If the answer is yes to both those, watch out. But those are big questions. They should start 3-0. and they got Central Michigan, Arizona State, and Arkansas Pine Bluff out of the blocks 
the ASU, all three of those games at home in Stillwater. Week four or game four, the first major hurdle as the Cowboys open Big 12 play at Baylor. Huge game there. The rematch of the Big 12 championship game. Their home games this year in Big 12 play, they get Tech, Texas, Iowa State, and West Virginia in Stillwater. This is the year they get five road games in conference play. They go to Baylor. Two TCU could be tricky. At Kansas State will be tough. At Kansas. And they have to go to Norman this year to take on the Sooners. Um, if you're looking for losses in this schedule, at Baylor's a potential loss. At K-State, potential loss. Uh, at Oklahoma, they'll be an underdog. Maybe a, a Texas, even though that game is in Stillwater. I think it's a two to three loss season, TJ. I think the Cowboys are a good team, not a Big 12 championship team this year. They got to play the Sooners in Norman, but I just don't yet trust Spencer Sanders, and they got too much to uh, fill in on the defensive side of the ball. 15 is best I can do for the Cowboys. TJ, OSU at 15, too high, too low, or just right? Just right. And I agree with a lot of what you've said. Uh, I don't trust Spencer Sanders. The fact that he's the preseason offensive player of the year, I say, well, offense is going to be really bad in the Big 12 because I think that they're two toughest games. They have to go on the road, and I, I give them a loss in both of those games. So there's two losses there, and I don't believe they can run the table the rest of the way because of his turnovers and the – um, I think he's going to have mistakes at end of games. It's going to cost them another game, giving them probably three losses on the year, which puts them about where you've got them. Somewhere, you know, 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there is about where they'll end up, I think. Um, other than that, you know, the schedule breaks for them in a lot of these situations with, you know, Texas and Iowa State and some of these others at home. But uh, Baylor, Oklahoma, going on the road with those is going to be tough for them, and I don't think it's going to be an easy Saturday when they head to Manhattan. So I could see yeah. a three-four loss season, and it's about what we're looking at with Oklahoma State. So I, th- I think you got them just about right at fifteen. Coaches poll, by the way, yesterday had the Cowboys at eleven. Uh, Dave Hunzacker, voice of the Cowboys, will join us coming up at eight twenty this morning. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, right at it again, number fourteen coming up next. The Countdown brought to you by the Carter Jennings Law Firm. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Mike ate well until his fibs caught up to him. Good evening, everyone. I'm TJ Perry Moonves, and welcome to Big Brother Coaches Edition. The head dinner table had been reserved for the national title winning coaches, but Mike had convinced the other house guests he was the winning coach for Oklahoma A&M in 1945. But his lies finally caught up to him when he claimed he was the head of household despite coming up just an inch short from winning the actual competition. Tonight, we say goodbye to another house guest. But first, Mike became a target when he began spending most of his time in the corner of the backyard with a turtle that had made its way under the fence. Um, let me check on my turtles. What are you doing, girl? Huh? What are you doing? Huh? Hmm? What you say? Hmm? What are you doing? What are you doing? She loves people. Live from the Palace on the Prairie, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show 2022 
Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. Get the defense you deserve with Carter Jennings Law. 405-659-7221 or visit carterjenningslaw.com. Now, with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. You got to believe the CBS producers were not happy when Mike Gundy got voted out of the house, right? <laughs> he was uh, he was, uh, he was the most entertaining house guest there was. Uh, sorry right. to the rush. I stole your turtle bit there. I stole your turtle clip. Lane Kiffin and Mike Gundy are both gone, and the ratings are dipping massively. <laughs> Especially when I look ahead at the countdown. I'm like, how boring is this show? Yeah, it, uh, uh, I'm going to guess that do you know who the head coach is of today's team? <laughs> I had to look it up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being 100% completely honest. I think I know. Uh, you know, I know, I know. Uh, all right, so we just had OSU at 15, which brings us to now the number 14 ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... Solid fight song. We've had them before, right? No, nope. this isn't the first time. First no, time. First time. That's it. Yep. Wow. Debut on the countdown at fourteen. That's impressive. I like NC State. I I like NC. You know what? I kind of like NC State across the board. Do you like NC State, TJ? I'm not talking about this year's football team. Just the college. I I think like they're the other team in the Duke North Carolina, uh, you know, triangle there in North Carolina. And I think it goes all the way back to the whole Jim Valvano upset of Houston and stuff. I, I kind of always, the Wolfpack, I, I always kind of like NC State a little bit. I like their I logo. I like their logo and everything. But you know me. I'm a bandwagon North Carolina guy. So, oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot. You're a Tar Heel, so you're not allowed to like them. Well, they had a really good year last year. Won nine games. Would have been ten if the entire UCLA team didn't get COVID right before the Holiday Bowl, TJ. Their, their bowl game got canceled. So they went nine and three, uh, had some really good wins last year. Their three losses, they lost at Mississippi State, no harm there. They lost a very close game to Clemson, and they lost by three at a very good Wake Forest team. And that's it. Nine and three would have been ten and three, in my opinion, had they played a bowl game. So they're coming off a good year, and it's a weak conference, man. I mean, everybody agrees that Clemson is going to win this thing and probably do it in a romp again. But NC State's got a good squad. And I really like uh, what Dave Doran, by the way, is their head coach. What Dave Doran has done there. And I like his quarterback a lot. They've got an interesting non-conference slate. But let's talk about their team. Devin Leary is back exact opposite last year of what we said about Spencer Sanders. Exact opposite quarterback. This guy's a pocket passer. Sanders a scrambler. And this guy had 35 touchdowns and five interceptions last year. He takes care of the football. He threw for over 3,400 yards and only five picks last season. I like him. I think he's got a chance to be a next-level guy for sure. Uh, gonna have to replace a couple of guys on the offensive line. Gonna have to find a running back that they can rely on. Jordan Houston or Demi, I'm gonna butcher this name. Demi Sumo 
Karngabaye, maybe, are a couple of guys they think at running back could be the guy, but they've got some very good wide receivers, Devin Carter, Thayer Thomas, both coming off nice years. They're back this year, and their offense was dynamic a year ago. And with Leary coming back, um, they feel like that uh, they've got a chance to be really, really good. Uh, hang on, I'm frozen here, TJ. In just a second. Uh, NC State rash of injuries defensively last year. Uh, six different positions lost a guy last season due to injury. They have been helped defensively by the COVID rule. They've got a bunch of guys coming back for extra seasons because of the COVID rule. Tony Gibson used to be at West Virginia. He's the coordinator doing great things at North Carolina State. They gave up less than 20 points a game last year, and they got a bunch of guys. They're a veteran team. Uh... Guys returning last year like Peyton Wilson and Isaiah Moore, linebackers who were injured last year who decided to come back. Uh, Nose tackle Corey Durden, cornerback Derek Pitts, safety Tanner Ingle, all coming back for an extra COVID year. Fagan, Baker Williams, all coming back. So they're a veteran team defensively who had a nice year last year, second fewest points given up per game in the ACC at under 20 points a contest. Interesting schedule for them. They get uh, East Carolina in their opener on the road, which is a tricky game. East Carolina's had a quality team. North Carolina State should win that game, but it's not a layup. That'll be a uh, it's a noon, it's 11 a.m. our time kickoff on opening day. So it'll be one of those first games we see the day of the Sooner opener. But I think NC State will win that. They got Charleston Southern, and then Texas Tech comes to town. Presented by Bojangles, by the way. Texas Tech at NC State. Fascinating early non-conference game for both of those teams. And they've got uh, UConn as well. they got to go to Clemson. That's a loss. Should beat Florida State. Should beat Syracuse. They get Virginia Tech in Raleigh. Should be a win. They get Wake Forest in Raleigh. Wake Forest is a good squad. But they get to play them at home. Chance to win that game. Boston College at home should be a win. And then they close with back-to-back tricky road games at Louisville, at North Carolina. I mean, they're going to lose the Clemson game. Even if you give them one or two more losses, we're still looking at nine or ten wins this year. They're not going to win the ACC. They're not better than Clemson, TJ. But they got a really good quarterback. They got a defense that gave up less than 20 points a game. They play in a weak conference. I think this is a 9-10 win team. NC State at 14. What do you think? Too high, too low, or just right? What are you doing? Carter Jennings should ask for a refund on this uh, countdown. NC State. What are you doing putting NC State in the top 25 countdown as high as 14? It's too high. This is a five, perhaps six loss team by the time it's said and done. Terrible, terrible spot you have them in the countdown. Never even heard of them. Never even heard of them. (laughs) All right, I've heard of them. I'm not buying last year. They go back to being what they are, a team that hopes they get to uh, bow eligibility. 
You say last year was a flash in the pan. Luke. And NC State will regress this season. They can't back it up. Yes. It's possible. You could possibly be right. You could possibly be. By the way, the coaches poll has NC State at 13. Um, I can't I trust like coaches. All they do is lie to us. I like them. <laughs> That's right. We've been told that. I think they're a 9-10 win team. I like their quarterback. Um, NC State, number 14 in our countdown. All right, there you go. So Oklahoma State, 15. North Carolina State, 14. Dave Hunziker joins us next segment. We'll talk more OSU football. We'll get back to some more of your text messages when we come back. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. T-Row in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the eight ninety nine dollars listing fee. Call Terry. Say, hey, I want to hear more about this. What's really going on here? You're lying to me, right? And he'll say, no lies here. It's eight ninety nine. Uh, Terry. Save you uh, thousands. Tell me more. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Yeah. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Regarding Kale, the biggest distraction is the fact the fans won't let it go. At this point, it's best for Kale and the program for everyone to just move on. I think that was Brent's point in the second statement yesterday. It's like, hey, this is what happened. This is how it is. This is the direction we're going. Let's get ready for the season. Well, I mean, it just happened yesterday, so. Right. Well, I'm just saying for. We haven't had anybody step to a microphone yet. I I had someone. I don't think it's time to move on yet. I had someone at 820 yesterday morning call me off the air. How much longer are we going to spend on this? I'm already sick of hearing about it. (laughs) To which I said, definitely the rest of this day and probably most of tomorrow and. Into, into the until part something of the week. else happens, <laughs> right? They they could really use a major commitment right now or something to kind of you know get everybody looking a different direction. Lots of I'm going to skip through these because they're all the same. Like uh, lots and lots of text on here about what about the player? Why isn't he being held accountable? We don't know what's happened with the player. We don't know if they were punished. We don't know if they will be suspended for a game. We don't know what I guess what the... I don't understand that take. Like, what do they think should happen to the player? Well, like this one, uh, where is it at? Uh, said something along the lines of, it's a privilege to be on this team. They should be paying attention. Well, they're also a college student. Well, of and course, their that's minds why he was wander. in trouble. Yeah, and that's why he got called out. He got in trouble for it. His mind... But, like, they're not going to be locked in 24-7 in those meetings. I, th- I think everybody wants to believe that. I think everybody wants. <laughs> yeah. They're college hey, come kids. Come join me. I teach a class over there. Come They're join me. Uh, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, yeah, that would be nice. Is that what they want? They want the kid to be punished for not paying attention? Yes. Or they want him to be punished because Both. they were looking at rap lyrics? Both. Both. So uh, they want him kicked the off standard, the team? The for standard looking should at rap be that lyrics? he had it on his iPad. He should be kicked off the team, too, because they were on his iPad. Others are, why isn't he paying attention 24 7? To which I would say, I have full conversations with people and walk away not knowing a single word I just said or they said to me because I was in my mind thinking, how many more episodes of uh, Stranger Things do I have to go for this season? Well, I wonder if it's uh, you, you said the most important thing. We have no idea who was right. punished. We don't know what, what's happened with this player or this individual. They may be missing assume... game one because of this situation. We don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. I got to get through these because there are a lot of the same ones about the player. 
Um, when did we become <laughs> your favorite thing? <laughs> you mentioned it right out of the gate this morning. When did we become so soft as people that a man can do everything right for 30 years and cannot be afforded the grace when a mistake is made to allow him to apologize, learn from the mistake, and everyone move on together? So disappointed in the university and how they've handled this. Kel is one of our own, and if he shows... Uh, I'm losing myself. This is a long test. We shouldn't abandon him. In one bad moment as he, as he, that he's had in 30 years, rethinking my support of this university and this program. I had right. A lot of those we didn't get to yesterday, too, that I'm done with the program until Brent Venables is gone. Now I cannot support this. Okay. Um, I can get that you can't sell, say what Kel said. However, I absolutely hate our society that we have evolved into a one word can cause them to lose their jobs or tarnish their legacy. It's sad. I hope there aren't kids who set up their coach to fail by getting them to slip up as they, too, will know one word can basically end it for them. Jim from northern Wisconsin. I, I don't know that his reputation has been tarnished here. I think he's had a lot of support. I think there's been a lot of people backing him, saying, hey, we know what type of individual he is. So, and to be honest... I didn't see as much nationally yesterday about this as I thought I would. Yeah. It was like the third story on Sports right. Center last night. Right. It's um, on the front page of ESPN. What if DeMarco Murray. I'm not getting into some of that. Um, boy, there are a lot of people still angry this morning. Clown Axe! This one's. <laughs> Uh, here's the one. It's a privilege to be on this team. That player should have been listening. Uh, football coaches are deceitful. They're supposed to be lying. Play action pass is a handoff lie. Fake field goal, it's a lie. Blitz off the corner or disguise your coverage, <laughs> all lies. That's true. That's a good point. That's all a good point. Um, how many years does Spencer get to be at OSU? Isn't he like oh, 30 God. years old? Your buddy, Phil. Um, ask Hunsiker if OSU got that regular season championship trophy he cried about last season. I'd be hmm. sure to ask him Probably about that. That out, yeah. Um, I hear Chris about 18 out of 24 hours of the day. I'm waiting for him to be on KRMG or NPR next to fill in the other six hours. <laughs> I think we're late for a break, aren't we? Oh, oh my gosh, yes. Sorry, I didn't realize we were at the top of the hour. <laughs> top of the oh, hour. Sorry, we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs>